Hello, brilliant scholars, and welcome to Avant-Garde Book Storytime. I'm Cherie Hardy, and tonight I will be reading Chapter 10 of Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim, one of my favorite children's books. This book was written by Robert C. O'Brien and illustrated by Zena Bernstein in 1971. Chapter 10 is called Buddhas. Let's get to it. If you have the book, you can follow along. But if you don't, it's okay. Just try to get in a very comfortable place. Get relaxed and listen quietly to Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nymph. Chapter 10. Stop where you are, said the rat. How did you get in here? I walked in, said Mrs. Frisbee, keeping her voice calm with an effort. I found a branch with a thorn smoothed off. I pushed it back and found... I know, said the rat, rather rudely. And now walk out again. You aren't allowed in here. He moved a few inches toward her, placing himself between her and the entrance. She noticed how powerful his muscles looked under his glossy coat. He would almost be a match for dragon. Almost, but not quite. Go on, he repeated. But I have a reason. I don't care what you have. Go away. You're small. I wouldn't want to hurt you. Are you Justin? Mrs. Frisbee inched back as the rat inched forward. I'm Brutus. Justin's not here. That was reasonably obvious, obvious, Mrs. Frisbee thought. The rat named Brutus added, You know Justin? No, said Mrs. Frisbee. That is, not exactly. If you don't know him, how do you know his name? Brutus sounded puzzled, and Mrs. Frisbee observed that although he was greatly oversized and muscular, and his eyes were bright enough, he looked very young. It was told to me by a friend. Can I see him? Justin? No, he's at a meeting. I'm taking his place. They're all at a meeting but me. Bad luck, thought Mrs. Frisbee. He's a substitute, she said. Then I'll wait for him. No, said Brutus. You can't stay here. I've got orders. Now go, or I'll have to take you out myself. He moved forward again. My name, said the mouse desperately, is Mrs. Jonathan Frisbee. I want to see Nicodemus. It did not work. I don't care what your name is, and you can't see Nicodemus. That's sure. Brutus looked both puzzled and annoyed. Move on and be quick. All right, said Mrs. Frisbee. You need enforce me. I'll go. She turned slowly and walked back the way she had come. She felt like crying after coming all this way, after flying to see the owl, to be turned back so abruptly at the end. She thought, as she walked into the darker part of the bush, maybe she could just wait for an hour or so until the meeting, but what kind of meeting could it be, was over and then go back, and perhaps the rat named Justin would be at the entrance then. But would Justin pay any more attention to her than Brutus had done? She had a feeling that he would. But when she stopped, she heard footsteps behind her. She looked back and saw that Brutus was following her. So she started again, hurrying to keep out of his sight. After a while, she paused again and listened. This time, there was no sound. He must have gone back to his post. She sat down on the ground. Then ahead of her, in the direction of the place where she had entered the bush, she heard a rustle, a faint scrapping noise. 
It was the bush. It was the branch that had pushed to get in. Someone else was moving it. Someone was coming in, walking along the narrow path toward her. It must be another rat. Suddenly, she was terrified. What would he do, meeting her unexpectedly in this dimness? She shrank to one side and closed as she could get to the wall of thorns, hoping that whoever it was might go past, not seeing her. Then he came around the curb, and she saw him. It was her old friend, Mr. Aegis, the white mouse. He was moving extremely slowly, and she realized that he was limping badly. One of his legs was injured. It was wrapped up in splints and bandaged. Mr. Aegis, she called out softly. It's Mrs. Frisbee. He peered into the shadow. I can't see you. Mrs. Frisbee, she moved into the middle of the path in front of him. Why, so it is. Mrs. Frisbee, how do you do? He sounded cordial enough, but he was startled. I didn't know that you... How do you happen to be in here? It's a long story. Then tell it to me while I rest. I'm supposed to be at a meeting, but I'm late already. In a few minutes more, won't matter. As you can see, I had a bad fall and broke my ankle. I'm sorry to hear that. I hope it doesn't hurt. It is mending, but I can walk only slowly and need to rest frequently. He sat down with a sigh. Now tell me what you're doing in the rat's bush. Mrs. Frisbee, who was wondering the same thing about him, told him as briefly as she could about Timothy, Jeremy, the owl, and Buddhas. Mr. Ages listened in silence, interrupting only once. You went into the owl's tree? Yes, but I was afraid. I should think so. That took courage. I had to do it. When she had finished her story, Mr. Ages sat quietly for a minute, considering it. Poor Timothy, he said at last. I should have thought of that myself. But of course, when I gave you the medicine, the weather had not yet turned warm. Then I fell and broke my leg and forgot all about it. He stood up. I think, he said, that you should come with me back to the entrance. But I can't. Brutus will be there. Mrs. Frisbee, having done all that you have, you are not going to give up now. I'll talk to Brutus. You know him? I have known him since he was born. He's not very old, you know. I think he will do what I ask. From the way he said this, Mrs. Frisbee could tell he did not merely think it, he knew it, but how? All right, she said doubtfully. I'll try again, but I don't understand. How do you know Brutus? We had better move along. They started back toward the entrance and Mr. Age's slow, limping pace. As to how I know Brutus, that's a much longer story than yours, and I doubt that I'm the one to tell it to you. It is for Nicodemus to say. But I will let I will tell you this, if we go in the entrance, as we will, if you are to ask for help, you must promise that you will never tell anyone anything at all about what you see and hear. I will promise it, Mrs. Frisbee. Again, she thought she had had no choice. The owl told me that too. When they approached the entrance again, Mrs. Frisbee saw that Brutus stood at his post as before but that another rat had joined him. Two of them, she thought. I hope Mr. Aegis knows them, both. A new rat saw them coming. He looked alert, dark gray in color and extraordinarily handsome, 
though not so big as Brutus. Mr. Ages, he said, how's the leg? Better, but it will be a while before I can run again. Justin, said Brutus, staring at Mrs. Frisbee. There she is. That's the one I was telling you about. Is she now? Justin looked at her casually. He did not sound particularly alarmed. Mrs. Frisbee, said Mr. Ages formally. May I present my friends, Justin and Brutus? How do you do? Brutus sounded doubtful. Mrs. Frisbee, said Justin. Not Mrs. Jonathan Frisbee? She is Mrs. Jonathan Frisbee, said Mr. Ages. A widow, as you know. Madame, said Justin, bowing politely. It is an honor to meet you. Brutus looked astonished. You both know her? Who is she? Brutus, said Mr. Ages gently. Don't you remember Mr. Jonathan? Brutus winked his brow. Mr. Jonathan? You mean the one dragon? Yes, said Mr. Justin quickly. And this is Mrs. Jonathan. Oh, said Brutus, then to Mrs. Frisbee. Why didn't you tell me? I would have chased I would not have chased you off. Well, said Mrs. Frisbee, I did try, but it doesn't matter. No, Mr. Ages added, because on the way out, she met me coming in. She needs to talk to Nicodemus, and quickly. Brutus looked doubtful again. Nicodemus? But can she? I mean, how about the rules? What about the plan? Mr. Ages said, that's been taken care of. She has promised secrecy, and she is to be trusted completely that I myself guarantee. After all, consider who she is. As an afterthought, he added, and who her children are. Who am I then? Mrs. Frisbee asked herself in wonder. I suppose that too will have to come out from Nicodemus, Mr. Ager said to Justin. What about the meeting? It can't be over already. It was temporarily adjourned, said Justin, to wait for you. In fact, I came to find you. Then I suppose we had better go in. Justin led the way through the arched entrance with Mrs. Frisbee and Mr. Ages following. Brutus remained outside at his post. All right, that was chapter 10, Boys and Girls of Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim, written by Robert C. O'Brien and illustrated by Zena Bernstein. Get ready because after this, I am going to drop chapter 11. Have a beautiful night and thank you for listening. Keep reading, young people.